You're listening to App State Sports Weekly. to App State Sports Weekly. Alongside Pierre Banks, I'm Damian Banks. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, gather round because the mountain man and the jag man's in town. Yeah, Pierre, what's happening, bro? I'm truly blessed, big bro. Sun is shining, and I woke up this morning, man. It's another beautiful Monday in the high country. App State Nation, what's going on? Damian, what's up your way, man? Man, I am too blessed to be stressed, Pierre. It's a great Monday morning. I'm in Durham, North Carolina. You're in the high country, but the weather supposedly is good all around the state of North Carolina, and and I'm glad of that because we've had a lot of rain in the state lately, hurricanes and things of that nature, man. So the sun is shining. You're breathing. You're above ground, man. We're doing good. App State Nation. Hope you guys are out there doing good as well. And Damien, I know it's, it wasn't the best week for the Mountaineers on the gridiron, but Mama said there'd be days like this. Yes, she did, man. And, and in Statesboro, Georgia, as the saying goes, when it rains, it definitely pours. Absolutely. Nothing could go right for the Mountaineers on Thursday night. It started out early when on the very first play that Zach Thomas pulled the ball down and tried to to run with it, he was knocked out for the game, and you definitely saw that affect the offense moving forward. Yeah, Pierre, you know, again, great job by you, A-Dub, and Molly on the radio. Really enjoyed the broadcast, listening to you guys on the radio. I watched it on ESPN on mute, had my App State Nike sweatshirt on. I was ready (laughs) for the game, man, and it just seemed like anything that could go wrong for App State did go wrong. Again, I was just watching it in disbelief. I'm just not used to things not going App State's way. Even when you played, man, the ball just seems to bounce the way of the Mountaineers, man. When you're living right, things seem to be going your way. But, you know, every time, you know, you feel like you're you're, you're right there on Thursday night, if you're an App State player or App State fan, think something crazy just happened, man. And, and you go back and look at the game, and it's just – Mistakes, penalties, turnovers. You can't play like that on the road, especially in bad weather conditions. It was raining all game long, and, you know, that was evident on the field. It was just one of them nights, man. It happens like that in football to where no matter what you do, nothing seems to go your way. And unfortunate enough for the Mountaineers, it happened on Thursday, and it happened against bitter rival Georgia Southern, who is a pretty doggone good team this year, and they took advantage of each and every opportunity presented to them. I mean, the first couple of turnovers for the Mountaineers, Georgia Southern turned into big plays and to scores the very next play. So once you go on the road in conference, it's already the toughest games to win. But then you add to the fact to where you have a team that wants to beat you more than they want to be any other team on their schedule. They're so familiar with you because the defensive coordinator was the co-defensive coordinator for you last year and Scott Sloan. You know, Chad Lunsford, the head coach of the Eagles, was on the Mountaineers staff a number of years ago. Running backs coach Chris Foster was on the staff. So, so much familiarity there. And again, Georgia Southern is a pretty doggone good football team. So, as you said, can't go down and have five turnovers, four picks, one fumble. Can't go down and have so many penalties. I mean, 10 penalties in the first half alone for the Mountaineers. And it was just one of those nights to where nothing just went their way. 
the good news is there are not going to be many nights like that for you if you're the Mountaineers. So you just got to win the next game in front of you, continue to do that, and then things will work out the way they're supposed to. Yeah, my perspective watching the game, it was 7-7 early in the game, and App State's defense had been playing pretty well. Forced a punt, and an uncharacteristic turnover on a muff punt gave Georgia Southern a short field. They were able to capitalize, go up 14-7. App State's defense still played well in the first half, giving up 17 points. But you're thinking if you're Scott Satterfield, okay, we're down 17-7 at halftime, but we do get the ball to start the second half. Let's make some adjustments, get the game, get the drive going to start the third quarter and we're right back in the game but it never really happened like you said Pierre just one of those nights where anything that could go wrong did go wrong and if you're Scott Satterfield and that coaching staff and the players you learn from this experience you 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 grow from this experience you still got a lot to play for this season and you never know you know how things happen in football teams lose who are not supposed to lose teams win who are not supposed to win anything can happen you control what you can control the goal is this at the beginning of each and every season to win a Sunbelt Conference. But that goal right now is in jeopardy. But it's not the end of the season. This is a Mountaineer team that only has two losses. Looking at the schedule, looking at the way the Mountaineers have played in each and every game aside from last Thursday, they stand a chance to not lose any more games moving forward. If you go through your regular season only losing two games, it's a pretty doggone good season. Get a chance to go to a bowl game, get another big win there, become the first team to win four straight bowl games in as many years of eligibility. That's a great season. You know, and, and you're coming off a of back-to-back Sunbelt championships. And I keep talking about our mama today, but she told me when I was little, baby, you can't win them all. You know, and and that's the God honest truth. It, it doesn't work like that. And so, you know, all you can do now is just win each game in front of you. You start with Coastal this week, and then next week you go to Texas State, try to get another big win and keep that ball rolling until the end of the season and just let the the chips fall where they may. But the Mountaineers, you look at Zach Thomas and the effect that he has on this offense. You're already losing your best offensive player in Jalen Moore. But when he goes out, you lose an added dimension at the quarterback position to where he can pull the ball down when there's nothing down the field and make things happen. He can extend the play and make big plays in the secondary on the scramble drill. And then you add to that fact that Jordan Fair was lost on the defensive end to a targeting penalty, and that just left so many holes in the middle of that defense and and so many times to where the quarterback wasn't taken on the triple option. That's what Jordan Fair would have been. So as you said, the perfect storm, penalties, mistakes, losing pivotal players in, in key roles, and it just wasn't the Mountaineers' night. Best thing about football, though, you got another game on Saturday. You got another big game against a, a team that, again, doesn't like you very much in Coastal Carolina. They have not won a game against App in the history of the program. So they'll be fired up. They'll be ready to go. They're playing at home against the Apps for the first time in the history of that program. So you know they'll be jacked up. They'll be ready to go. I have a good mind that the HMIC, Scott Satterfield, will have his bunch ready to go. And if history tells us anything, when the Mountaineers face adversity, they step up and they start playing their best football of the season. 
Yeah, Pia, I have no doubt that Scott Satterfield and his staff are going to have the players going to get this game, this Georgia Southern game behind them, get them prepared and focused for Coastal Carolina because Coastal Carolina is in front of you. Georgia Southern is behind you. Nothing you can do about that game right now. You just got to get ready, prepare for Coastal Carolina. They're going to be ready to play, so App needs to be ready to play as well. A lot of season left to be played. A lot of goals can still be accomplished. You never know what's going to happen on that football field. You can only control what you can control. And App State Nation, hold your head up, man. The sun is shining. We're still here. Things could be worse. You could be NC State fans. They hadn't won a championship since I've been born. <laughs> you know, and, and the Mountaineers just won back-to-back hey, Sunbelt championships. Damien, you can speak to that. You're in that area. I mean, things could be worse if you're a Mountaineer fan. Don't jump off the bandwagon yet. Things could definitely be worse. If you're a Duke fan, they hadn't won an ACC championship since Steve Spurrier was here, and I don't think I had gone through puberty yet when that happened. <laughs> NC State hadn't won a cha- I wasn't born the last time NC State won a champion. Uh, um, you, the Tar Heels, forget about it, as my Italiano friends would say. Um, you know, yeah, man, things could be worse, man. The season must go on. Still a lot to play for, and I know that Coach Satterfield and the staff are going to get those guys ready to play. It's a gift and a curse when your team plays this well over a number of years. You're just used to winning. You're used to winning, and, and you're used to, to winning championships, and that's the, the blessing that comes with being an App State fan. And now it's when these guys need you the most, when they struggle. You know, they, they've worked ever since January to get to this point and really their entire lives to get to this point in their career to where, you know, they, they have a chance to do something special and then they come out and things just don't go their way. And we've all been there in life to where things just aren't going our way on that particular day, that particular night. This is where we need to rally around these young guys who work so hard day in and day out, who've worked so hard their entire lives to get to this point. Wrap our arms around them. Let them know that we love them. We're there behind them and that they still have a chance to do something very, very special. That's going to do it for the first segment right here on AppStateSports.com. When we come back, we'll take a look at the Mountaineer scoreboard for the week. Congratulations are in order for the women's cross-country program. Put them on the board. Championship. Just to give you a sneak preview there, and Damian will take us around the state right here on the official podcast of App State Athletics, App State Sports Weekly. Mountaineer Talk, your chance to hear from App State head coach Scott Satterfield. All right, let's get into our Twitter questions with the hashtag Mountaineer Talk. You've seen firsthand the strength top to bottom of this league. There are no gimmies in this conference. Anybody can beat anybody in this league, and you have to show up. And if you don't show up and play, then you will get beat. Tune in to Mountaineer Talk, Tuesday nights at 7 on your home for Mountaineer football. The Appalachian IMG Sports Network. What's up, guys? It's the warm-up crew, Braxton Critcher and Pierre Banks. You be sure to join us for the warm-up this Saturday from 9 to 10. We're powered by Capone's Pizza and Bar, and we'll wrap up a Watauga game over West Carbo this Friday and see if Appalachian State can get back on track this week against Coastal Carolina. And we'll have a chance to sit down with the legendary voice of high country sports, Mike Kelly. So that's all coming up this Saturday, 9 to 10 on WATA AM 1450, 96.5 FM. You be sure to join us, and we're powered by Capone's Pizza and Bar.
what's happening. Welcome back to App State Sports Weekly. Again, I'm Damian Banks alongside Pierre Banks. Shameless plug time. Follow us across all social media platforms on Instagram and Twitter. I am at Sports by Damian. That's S-P-O-R-T-S-B-Y-D-A-I-M-E-O-N. And I'm at N underscore my underscore humble. Now it's time to take a look at the Mountaineer scoreboard for the week. First, we start with the cross-country program. Both men and women competed at the Sun Belt Championship on Saturday. The men finished up their Sun Belt title season by finishing second, their second straight top two finish in the Sun Belt Conference. Mountaineers were paced by Dakota Mendenhall and Gable Dersham, who both earned all Sun Belt honors, finishing ninth and 11th overall, respectively. And then congratulations are in order to the women's program. Championship. They won the Sun Belt Championship this Saturday. Five Mountaineers earned all Sun Belt honors. Incredible. Shouts out goes to head coach Mike Curcio. And the Mountaineers were paced by who else? Felissa Greeley, who finished fourth overall. She has just had a tremendous season and look to keep that going at the regional meet next week. Field Hockey Program had a tough week. They were on the road. Dropped a 3-1 decision to Kent State on Friday and then a 3-2 decision to Bucknell on Sunday. Women's soccer had a great week. They took on Little Rock at Ted Mack on Sunday. They beat the Trojans 3-1. Maggie Hanusek, Amber Anderson, and Kristen Brown all scored goals for the Mountaineers in that one. Tough week for the men's program as far as soccer goes. They dropped a 2-0 decision at home to Presbyterian on Tuesday and then dropped a one-love decision to Georgia Southern on Saturday. That went down in Statesboro. Tough week for the Mountaineers in Statesboro. The volleyball program had a tremendous week, though. They played a couple of matches at home. First, sweeping South Alabama three sets to none. Becky Porter led the Mountaineers in that Friday matchup. She had 31 assists and nine digs. And then on Sunday, the Mountaineers took a 3-1 decision against Troy. Big hitter Emma Longley had 18 kills in that one, giving her a total of 36 kills for the weekend. That's going to do it this week for the Mountaineer scoreboard. And now, Damian, please, sir, do us the honors and take us around the state. We start with the 22nd-ranked NC State Wolfpack trying to rebound from that 41-7 loss at Clemson. NC State was on the road again at Syracuse. Syracuse jumped all over the Wolfpack early, leading 24-7 after the first quarter. Ryan Finley passed for 473 yards and three touchdowns, and Kelvin Harmon caught 11 passes for 247 and two touchdowns. But NC State's defense allowed Syracuse quarterback Eric Dungy to pass for 411 yards and three touchdowns in a 51-41 Wolfpack loss. With the loss, NC State falls to 5-2 on the season and are out of the AP rankings. Next up, they will host FSU. Next up is the Duke Blue Devils, who are on the road at Pittsburgh. Back and forth affair in this one as Duke quarterback Daniel Jones lit up Pitt to the tune of 396 yards and three touchdowns, but the Panthers scored the winning touchdown on a 25-yard Maurice French reception with five seconds remaining to edge the Blue Devils by the 54-45 score. Duke falls to 5-3 on the season with the loss. Next up, they will be at the University of Miami. Next up, the UNC Tar Heels, who got 271 yards passing and two touchdowns from quarterback Nathan Elliott, but it wasn't enough as the Tar Heels fell on the road at UVA 
31-21. The Tar Heels are now 1-6 on the season. Next up, they will host Georgia Tech. Also in the ACC, the Wake Forest Demon Deacons were at Louisville. They came away with a 56-35 win. Sam Hartman, two touchdown passes for Wake Forest. Matt Colburn, career high, 243 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Wake Forest improves to 4-4 four four on the season. Next, they will host Syracuse. Two other local scores. Senior day at Catawba was a victorious one, 43-6 over Limestone. Catawba is now 3-5 on the season. Next up, they are at Newberry. And lastly, Lenore Ryan having a great season. 51-3 winners over UNC Pembroke. Lenore Ryan is now 8-1 on the season. Next up, they will be at Carson Newman. And that was our whip around the state. Tough week for for schools in the state of North Carolina as far as football goes. But again, the best part about it, Damien, is football will be played again on Saturday and each team has a chance to redeem themselves. Although the Mountaineers did lose at Georgia Southern, they're still the best team in the state of North Carolina. NC State lost two in a row. They're not playing that well right now. Carolina, non-factor. They're one and six on the season. Duke lost at Pitt. Um, Pitt is not horrible, but they're like almost horrible. Um, North Carolina Central struggling. Uh, Campbell is pretty good, but you know, Campbell will get destroyed by App State. App State still holds the mantle as the best school in the state of North Carolina. They just have to get healthy. Quarterback position, we don't know that's up in the air right now. We don't know if Zach is going to be good for this Coastal Carolina game. If not, Peyton Derrick, you got to step up. Uh, you should get Jordan Fair back. Good for Appalachian State's defense that Jordan Fair will be back in the first half against Coastal Carolina. So, App State, you're still the king of Carolina in, in my book. Mountaineers got another big one on Saturday. Coastal Carolina, nothing to sneeze at. Got a good rushing attack. Play pretty good defense down there in Conway, South Carolina. And you will be in the unfriendly confines of Coastal Carolina University, a team who wants to be at pretty doggone bad. So going to be a good one for the Mountaineers on Saturday. They'll be looking to get that bad taste out of their mouths. At State Nation, we appreciate you as always for tuning in to the official podcast of Appalachian State Athletics, App State Sports Weekly, right here on AppStateSports.com. We'll see you next week, hopefully wrapping up a win for the Mountaineers on the gridiron as, again, they take on Coastal Carolina this Saturday. For my big bro, Damien, I'm Pierre. We'll holler at you. We gone. I don't like what I see.